Let me read Psalm 103 to you this morning. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbour his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are like dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flower like a, they flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. With those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, <clears throat> all his works everywhere in his dominion. <clears throat> An extraordinary psalm. And I just want to lead you in a small reflection this morning. Um, this ain't no half an hour sermon, um, but it is a time just to reflect on the word of God. I don't think, friends, we've ever, I've certainly not ever experienced a time of such change as has just happened in this last week. We knew change was coming. We didn't know how quickly it was coming. Um, and there may be many more changes to come for us. Um, and so huge of the changes being that things that would have made the headlines and been top headlines for weeks on end just six months ago have just been buried and lost amidst all the stuff swamped in the unprecedented, unexpected and accelerated change in how we as Britain and so much of the rest of the world do life right now. And I wonder, I wonder, how do you respond to change? Um, some people like change. I'm not sure any of us like what's going on right now. Some of you will be uh, creatures of routine and habit. Uh, this is what I do. This is what I like. This is what I know. I wonder if you've ever changed your car and found yourself crunching the gears because you haven't got used to it yet um, or panicking when the radio comes on far too loud, desperately trying to find the volume knob um, because you don't know where it is because it's not in the same place as in your old car. I wonder if you've ever changed your phone or your wallet um, and thought this isn't quite as I like it, not quite what I'm used to. Some new shoes that don't quite feel comfortable yet. I wonder even, huh, I remember as kids we could tell 
when mum changed the brand of baked beans. Now that is a serious issue. To move from Heinz to Safeway Savers, I believe, was the uh, beans at the time, I guess. We're not going to be too picky anymore at the moment, are we? But even that, I remember. What is this? This is a shock. These beans are watery and bullets. This is not okay. You know, change on any level can be unsettling. Change, like we're going through at the moment, can feel overwhelming uh, for us all, actually. We have so many questions. How long is this going to last? What's going to come next? What does work look like? How should I shield? Should I shield? Should I isolate? How will I keep in contact with family? How will we adapt? How on earth are we going to homeschool our four kids over the next three months? I have no idea. We're going to try our best. The only thing we do know is that this won't go on forever. It's finite and we're in it together. On top of all this this week, I and many of us have been asking, what does church look like uh, in this new season? How do we maintain community and spiritual health? How do we care and show love in this time? The truth is we don't have all the answers yet because so much has changed. But this morning in this psalm, I just want to point out four things that haven't changed one bit amidst everything, amidst it all. Four things that are as true today as they were last week and the week before that, and as true tomorrow and next week and next month and the month after that and the years to come as they are true today. So four things as you look at this psalm that haven't <clears throat> haven't changed. And the first one is that God is worthy of our praise. God is worthy of our praise. The psalmist begins, praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. And you might think, hang on a minute, Matt. Good for him. I'm sure he's having a great time and feeling in a praisey kind of mood, but I'm not sure I'm in a praisey mood right now. And I would understand that. There are times when we do feel like praising, aren't there? When things are going really well, when we feel a welling up within us and excitement and we're really looking forward to something in our lives or we've just got that moment of yes and we praise God for all his goodness for us. I shall miss over the next coming weeks the year of David Pengilly if you're tuned in. My bro, I'm going to miss your years uh, from the worship uh, group, uh, the praises uh, of our brothers and sisters. Right now, maybe we don't fit into the category of wanting to praise or feeling naturally like we want to praise. Perhaps your soul doesn't feel like it wants to praise. But I want to say to you, friends, whatever's going on around us, God is still worthy of our praise, our adoration, our worship. And in a time like this, it's actually one of our greatest honours and joys and privileges. I want to suggest that now is not the time to stop praising God or worshipping him. But it's the time to press in, to find new ways to worship him in this season, to get out those CDs and sing your hearts out at home, even when your heart doesn't feel like it. For praise, it's not just a response to how we feel. We don't just praise God because of our feelings. We praise God because of who he is. Praise is rightly uh, a thing where we lift God up as we do it. Praise shows us who God is in our right perspective. We have a perspective that we can't understand. We can't see God. We don't know where, he's it, where he is or what's going on. We turn our hearts to praise and we realise who he is and how wonderful he is and how worthy he is of praise. It lifts up our hearts. We catch up with the praises that come out of our mouths. 
See, that's what's always set God's people apart. We've always taken struggle seriously. In fact, throughout the ages, we've been the folks that have always been there in times of crisis, helping out, showing Jesus's love, taking seriously all the hurt and the pain and the need to respond. But we've always, too, been the people who have praised Jesus amidst it all because he is so worthy. Paul wrote to the Philippian church. You'll find it in Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. He said again, I will say it again, rejoice. And you might think he had a lot to be thankful for if he wrote those words. But actually, he was suffering in prison at the time. He was awaiting trial and possibly even his execution. Since knowing Jesus, he had been hated and beaten and shipwrecked and imprisoned. And yet he says, rejoice always. How come? Well, because he knows Jesus. His Lord is king and friend. And he knows that God is so worthy of our praise. So in this moment, let's not turn our praises down. Let's turn our praises up. As the psalm says, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Let's take the time, if you're at home, to count all his benefits, to spend time each day finding things that are good and wonderful that we can praise him for. Yes, we take this seriously. Yes, we're not just sticking our fingers in our ears and pretending nothing's going on. No, we pray and we intercede as we will shortly. We help and we love where we can, but we also thank God for who he is and still is and always will be. The psalmist writes, who forgives all your sins, heals your diseases, redeems your life from the pit, crowns you with love and compassion, satisfies your desires with good things, that your youth is renewed like the eagles. He is righteous. He cares about justice for the oppressed. Yes, friends, we see it only in part now. His kingdom has not come fully. It's why he taught us to pray, Lord, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. It has not come yet fully. But if you have more time at home at the moment, then spend the time thinking of all those things you can be thankful for. Get out that old hymn book, dust it down, tinkle on the ivories, play the CD, stream YouTube, or simply just bend the knee and praise for he is so worthy doesn't change the second thing is that god loves this world so much and he still loves this world so much the thing that doesn't change is just how much the world is loved by our god and how loved you and i and all our families are psalmist writes the lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger abounding in love he will not always accuse he does not treat us As our sins deserve. He has shown us this great love. The psalmist writes. We've seen how compassionate he really is. He told Moses all about it. He showed us his deeds. But little could the writer know just how far God would go to show us his great love. And the extent of it. And how far his love would go and lead him to rescue us. The writer I don't think could ever have imagined that this awesome perfect and holy God would step down from his awesome perfect and beautiful heaven where he knows only joy and peace beauty and celebration he would leave it all to become like us human like me and enter into our broken hurting world our world is broken and hurting right now it was broken and hurting when Jesus stepped into it because he did he came Jesus came fully God Yet laying aside his majesty to become fully human, he came and he walked amongst us in our brokenness. 
He walked with the despised and the hurting, the fearful, rejected and the dying, and he shared in their pain and he healed their wounds. And with his kind, caring, loving hands, he touched their eyes and helped them to see, here is the love of God come to earth. And even that wouldn't be enough. Or he would go to the cross. He went all the way. He let us mock him and humiliate him, spit on him, beat him and torture him and nail those kind, caring, loving hands to that brutal cross where he hung and died for me and you so that you and I could be forgiven. We could know love. We could be in relationship with Father God. We could realise that we have a hope that is everlasting, that is beyond this life, no matter what life throws at us. And so that we would all know the enormity of God's love for the world. The psalmist writes, for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. There is no way the writer could know the full extent of the truth of those words he wrote and what they would lead God to do. But the Holy Spirit who inspired the psalmist knew And you and I know what Jesus has done for us. God loved the world so much that he sent his only son, that whoever should believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. This has not and will not ever change. Friends, the third thing we know that hasn't changed is that God knows and cares about our human fears. I want you to hear this this morning and he hears our prayers in a time like this. So many of us might feel concerned or a bit scared or worried. And we all, in a way, are coming face to face with mortality in a way that we often don't want to think about. We try and keep hidden. And yet I want to say that God knows. He knows how we're feeling. The psalm says this, as a father has compassion on his children, just as we've been thinking about mothers and their compassion when they're at their very best. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower in the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. Friends, he knows we're fragile. He knows we get afraid. When he walked this earth, the thing he wanted to say so often to us was do not be afraid. I'm with you. Do not be afraid. And I believe Jesus would say these words to each one of us today. Yes, I know it's scary, but don't be afraid. I'm with you. Friends, these are not my words. It's not Matt just saying you nice things today. These aren't cheap words or nice, well-meaning words that really are just niceties that we can ignore. No, these are the words of the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and perfecter of our faith, the sustainer of all things the king of heaven, the king of earth. He says, do not be afraid. You are loved. I am the beginning and the end and your days are in my hands and they are safe hands, kind hands and caring hands. From everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. From everlasting to everlasting, this simply will never change. So believe that today. Know that you're in his hands, that you can trust him. Know that he knows your fears. Know that he understands and he is with you and you can call out to him and you can stand firm on the truth of his word. His love for you and your families in this season. Paul continued his letter to the Philippians. He said, let your gentleness be evident to all. 
The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Friends, God is worthy of our praise. That hasn't changed. God loves this world so much. He sent his one and only son. That hasn't changed. God knows and cares about our human fears and he hears our prayers. That has not and will not ever change. And the final thing, and this one is really simple, is that God is still on the throne as he has and he always will be. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Friends, we don't know what God's up to in all of this. We don't know how to understand it yet. We don't know how he will be at work, but we do know he's on the throne. He is good. He is loving and he is our God. So in this moment, in this season, you and I are called to reflect unchanging things amidst all the changes we are called to reflect this unchanging god of love to one another to a hurting and frightened world ring around your friends and neighbors shop for others if you can listen share pray online and over the phone and let's talk about jesus with one another let's worship him and pray for in all of this we can bring god's presence and compassion the one who never changes who cares about our deepest fears, who loves us so much he gave up everything for us to rescue us. And the one who is with us now, who sits on his throne, but who isn't absent, is a very present help in time of need, bringing his spirit, his comforter, bringing us hope and peace, courage, grace and love. And so we as the psalmist finishes, are going to praise God as we are going to finish with a time of communion. The psalmist finished by saying, praise the Lord, you angels. Praise the Lord, his heavenly hosts. Praise the Lord, all his works. And for us, this final line, praise the Lord, my soul.